0: Check my inbox and what do I see? Just another day, another T-R-A-D-E. I'm an addict, and I need it in my veins. I'm an addict, otherwise I feel plain now. Every day I wake up, people got a problem, making all these trades up. Got me singing, got them, but I've been paid up. I even started from the bottom. See, I don't wait up, I ain't even playing possum. It's so what it cost, them just a couple of firsts. Can't believe that it worked, not to say I'm a jerk, but I'm an addict. It's what I said in the first, you can curse all you want. Train your church foot I'ma keep tapping with turn I win up I learn I ain't trying to burn Any bridges I yearn For the feeling I earn I'ma win, it's to turn You had a chick before I drop you like the beat I'm a- an addict And I'm not really ashamed I'm an addict I'm a climber with the brain I'm an addict And the pot is what I'm playing I'm an addict Russ Rocky Not names Trade Alex 5 Let's go I am Rocky Petrella and I have a trading problem. And I'm Justin Rogers, and I also have a trading problem. And I am
1: Zach Reed and I most certainly have a trading problem. <laughs> and
2: we also have a missing Russ problem this week, but it's not really a problem because we we got Justin here and jo- we have Justin's favorite guy Eric here as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Throwback to a couple years ago there. Yeah, for those who don't know I didn't it was enjoy- I thought-
2: hot sauce episode he called zach eric for the entire no, pod no it was it was, on, it was, oh, it was a
0: trade, trade addict college. i, thought it, was hot yeah, uh, I like, thought it was okay yeah,
1: yeah. that's seemed funny. drinking <laughs> i was drinking
0: moving year. and all kinds of stuff going on and yep show sure enough all night that's long, all right, I've, I I've
1: been called way worse than eric that's uh, why i tell
0: people <laughs> that's why i tell people at the bar when they're like joshua joseph and i'm like look there's lots of names you can call me that are way worse than that just don't use those and we're good so yes, yes. <laughs> I, know. I still felt like ass though no nah, <laughs> no no no
1: it just gives me a little a little yeah. Little now, a that's, really, that's something you need to really yeah <laughs>
0: i might slip it in the rest of the podcast yeah, it. for old times yeah,
2: so we got a great group here and we're gonna we're gonna get right in the show because we got a lot on here we got a bunch of trades this there week we so we'll get right into the news uh, not not anything super major, but a few different news items this week. Uh, the first one I put down here, the Jimmy G contract, where he's, it appears he's staying with the Niners. I, I did put it, I put it like a question mark staying with the Niners because I do doesn't seem like there's any suitors, but I also think maybe that contract makes him more tradable. So I think that might've been part of it as well. But Zach, what do you think?
1: Yeah. Well, to me, it's, it's a brilliant move by the 49ers and it almost had to happen regardless of whether they try to trade him or whether they keep him around to, to be insurance for Trey Lance, you had to rework that contract. And so reworking that contract gives them flexibility to again, keep him or trade him if there becomes interest later on in the, in the season. So it's it's nice. I don't think to me it changes anything. I thought about Trey Lance yesterday. You know, today that it's no different. Um, I,
2: I totally agree. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, this is bad for Lance," and I, that means they're 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 hedging with Jimmy G and all this stuff.
1: So you're you're a Philly guy. How how much talk the last two years has has there been about Jalen Hurts and how there's going to be somebody come in behind Jalen Hurts and how Jalen Hurts is not going to and yeah, what's he done? With- He's been a top five quarterback in in fantasy fantasy anyway yeah and i I
0: stand on the other side of the fence here and Uh i think there's the the bad correlation or or comparison with jalen hurts is that uh the backup there hasn't taken their team to a super bowl and didn't go to the nfc championship last year well
1: the the Um, backup there originally won a super bowl and they let him go uh
0: he, I don't know if he won I don't know if he won a Super Bowl. He was I, I watched it, it sucked.
1: I watched it, I'm a Pats fan.
0: He, he was just roster, he didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, right, right. right, right. He <laughs> was on the roster, he got a ring, but he didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah.
2: I think and the argument I think that goes in went. your favor, Justin, is They brought in Hertz behind Wentz, and and that kind of broke him. So, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. 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 I
0: just worry that this is not, like, the biggest vote of confidence. Like, okay, so they wanted to save – they wanted to gain a little flexibility. Obviously, they weren't going to keep him, but they saved money, in theory, if they were going to keep him by getting down to $7 from 25. But what does that do to the vote of confidence for your second-year quarterback that you really – this is your team. This is your team. But in the back of his head, he's going – Man, I got to stay ahead of this dude. What if that's too much, you know? Uh, not everyone is just cut and ready to roll, you know, as they come into the league. You know, there's but some development for some guys and
2: There's I'm the argument that might
0: hinder his mentally.
2: If he can't handle that, was he really the
0: guy to begin with, though? Well, there's lots of dudes that don't handle it well to start and then well, Get better. And,
1: and this is this is again where where I say like my thoughts on Lance didn't change from yesterday to today. so so for me, the Trey Lance getting up into like quarterback seven quarterback eight, quarterback nine is high. like because I think you assume a lot of the risk there. when he was going back quarterback 12, 13, 14, that's when that's when I'm in on Lance because I think that yeah. there's a, a lot of ways to go. I like. I am. I would be be a little bit tentative trading for Lance at the price that he is going currently, just because I yeah. think there is a lot of unknown, and you don't have very many. I mean, he's going at QB nine right now on on DLF's most recent uh, Superflex ADP. There's not a lot of room to go up from there.
0: Yeah, you're buying close yeah. to close to yeah. ceiling value already.
2: I, I will say though. I, I mean, I don't think. The Niners, this means he's on a leash or anything like that, which is some people have put out there. I, I just think the Niners didn't want to give Jimmy G away for nothing, yeah. especially to potentially the Seahawks. So, yeah. so this gives them the option to they have the, one of the best backups in the league. or I, I don't think they're benching Lance unless he's truly awful. I, I, it doesn't worry me about Lance, like that he's not going to finish the season because the Niners are going to bench him.
1: And it definitely opens up your trade partners, you know, reworking yes. that contract because now all of a sudden you've got some leeway with with the salary cap. Yeah,
2: let's say Rogers
1: goes down first month of the season.
2: Maybe maybe you get a trade there. Maybe a better example would be an AFC quarterback. The they probably oh, yeah. don't want to yeah. trade with right. the Packers, but you know what I mean. Um, well, okay, so we'll, well move oh, on. Oh, you
0: did had something you, else, did else, you else? See, Yeah, one more thing. Did you, did you see the angry sports couple's tweet this morning? I did um, not. And it was uh, the 49ers start the season off against the Bears, Seahawks, Broncos, Rams, and Panthers. So you know they got two tough ones with the Broncos and the Rams. We assume, but they have three winnable games: the Bears, Seahawks, Panthers. What happens if they go two and three to start the season? You don't think that there's the the fans and whatnot are going to be clamoring for Jimmy G at two and three?
2: I mean, I it would they're, depend they're on how they them. lose, but but I still don't think they're going to bend. I mean, like I said, unless he's just awful and he can't yeah. throw the, you know, he's completing right. like 50% of his passes and, and things like that. I, I mean, they're kind of, it's not, you know, wildly unexpected to lose two of those games. So, if, yeah, if he happens to blow one of the other ones or they, they give That's up 40 points, we don't Is know how they're, they're going to lose. two and three the
0: and the, the fans are, are just screaming for Jimmy G because last year they were, they were good and, you know, there's regression of the team. I just
2: think it's you try, you put all that capital into that guy. I agree. Guy. Put three first I, round picks. You just ride it out. And you know, I, I don't think you you bench them. Yeah. Yeah. I wish
0: on. they would have just cut bait and said, you know what, it's not worth it for our team to be listening to the the chatter of the fans at two and three if that happens. I'd rather just cut my losses and not worry about getting the fourth rounder for Jimmy G in week six or whatever yeah i mean that yeah. would have
2: made some sense as well but yeah i i get why they would do it and i yeah. get why they wouldn't want to give him to a division rival for nothing even you sure. know the seahawks yeah. would stink probably with or without Jimmy G but uh, as Russ would probably tell you uh, <laughs> but uh the next uh, piece of news uh kind of crazy news uh, unfortunately brian robinson uh victim of a carjacking got 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 shot yeah kind of crazy uh, thankfully yeah thankfully he uh it appears to be pretty much okay was not he's already out of the hospital non life threatening injuries there was an and update on act- it today. Uh, was where that? he got
0: shot he got shot in the butt we all knew that yeah. in the glute At- the other one was his knee yeah, yeah he got shot in the knee, but it missed everything that was important. So that's he, huge.
1: He was at the, the um commander's facility today. Like I saw yeah, a video of with, him coming in Oreos. Bring Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> that whole thing is wild to me and sucks because he had yeah, such does. a he had such a nice preseason and he was one of I mean he was one of my top five rookie running backs coming into this. And I was like, he's gonna sneak up on some people because he can be the 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 workhorse in a committee he can be that 1a between the tackles you know and we then you all
0: assume that he won that job yeah, yeah yes that's, that's what, what that's at.
2: what from a fantasy perspective that's what's even more crazy about this right. just, it, what's also wild to me is that it, apparently he's currently on the 53 man roster they didn't yeah. do anything to pop him or anything like just i don't know if that means he's going to be back and i don't see how you could be Get shot in the knee and be back in the first month of the season. But I uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I, when I put this on here, I, I hadn't heard that update that, that he was on the 53. I was going to ask you guys, does this change your view of Antonio Gibson at all? Because he's going, to, I would think, at least the first month going to have run in that change. backfield.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, he has to get a bump. You know, yeah. Would he's going to be, be... In
2: acquiring him or you're still out on him?
0: What's the cost? Can I give a second for him? Sure. But I'm not giving anything more than just a single second for him at this point. What about you, Zach?
1: Yeah, I think that's probably similar, which like I've I've got him in a league, and I I I think I could have traded him pre draft for a 23 first. Post draft, I tried, it didn't happen. Um and and now I'm just like at this point, you might as well run with him. Like I don't think I wouldn't trade him for a second because I think you're gonna get more out of him this year than than what a second I mean, a second round pick is a not even a coin flip. I mean you're talking, yeah. you know, 25-30% chance of, of getting a usable season. I've got a probably a 75% chance of getting a usable season out of out of Antonio Gibson. The the real takeaway for me is RB1 JD McKissick remains <laughs> RB1 JD McKissick
2: we shall see i i will say even you know we have no idea when robinson might return they, they, they've said from the beginning that that they thought he'd be back this season i figured that meant much later i'm not sure now but he's been with jd McKissick there the last 2 years he has been a top 15 running back yeah. both of the last right. 2 years yeah. and it could be a situation where we don't see much of robinson during the season even if he comes back it might be hard for him to to take that lead role back uh it's like gibson's been doing it for like eight to ten weeks if that's you know if that's when robinson comes back so i don't mind by it, but i'm with you i mean i don't think anybody's gonna give up a 23 first for me maybe a 24 first maybe but i think we have to see it on the field first and, and see right. him, yeah doing it so uh the next one was a a minor signing Kenyon drake signs with the ravens uh, I thought that was a little interesting just because uh, does that, does, does that mean anything? Does that mean anything for Dobbins? Does that mean, I mean, we always worry about Dobbins pass catching and Drake is probably, it was considered the pass catching back uh, when he was with Vegas and then, and then they cut him. So uh, does it give you any pause about Dobbins or is he just so minor? It doesn't matter.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I had pause about Dobbins before Drake signed there. I like, I, I, I am. It's it's funny because you see Dobbins go highly, or you see Dobbins traded for. When we got one later, I don't want to spoil it, but for valuable picks, and I am hesitant on the running back behind the RB one, Lamar Jackson, <laughs> regard like <laughs> regardless of who it is. And and then you know you add JD I mean I add uh, Kenyon Drake and it it doesn't give me warm and fuzzies about how like where Dobbins is at and what they what they are gonna do for, for a, a committee there but also Kenyon
0: Drake doesn't scare me. Right. Yeah that's the thing like Kenyon Drake at his peak at his peak. The peak of his powers wasn't a guy that you we were going to be like, oh my gosh! If you really believed in in J.K. Dobbins, it ain't Kenyon Drake that's the dude that's going to like push him off the field, you know. Uh, I I'm concerned about a little bit of the post ACL recovery, and you know, not everybody is Adrian Peterson and Jamal Charles from back in like '09 or whatever it was, but I mean, the opportunity is going to be there. I think I'm not plug. I, I was never plugging. Uh, Dobbins in for two hundred and seventy-five, three hundred carries anyway. Yeah, I agree. That was with never that. in the that was never in the realm of possibilities for me.
2: Yeah, I agree so. with that. It just yeah, the, it was news that happened today, so I figured it was worth putting on there. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there's always the worry about Dobbins pass catching up. And like and like uh, Eric said, uh, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that but you know you always got to worry about Lamar Jackson too. There's so so much of the you know he's going to run the ball so many times. Yeah. So. Uh, But we'll finish up the news with, uh, it was cut day today. Uh, I only put one on here. If you guys want to throw any any other ones in there, uh, you could go ahead. It's anything you want to talk about? Uh, There were some, you know, semi-fantasy relevant stuff, but not much. Uh, But the biggest one to me was that Marlon Mack got cut, which which means the uh, Damian Pierce hype that was already building is probably just going to go insane now. Uh, Yeah. So we were talking a bit about him before in the show. Zach, why don't you, why don't you talk a little bit about Damian Pierce and and uh, why you'd sell him for any 23 first if you can get it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I definitely
1: would. And it's not like he's – in in my pre-draft assessment of rookie running backs, Damian Pierce was the best at in terms of vision behind the line of scrimmage. He's fantastic. Past the line of scrimmage is where that kind of falls flat. So in the preseason, like I, I'm not surprised that Damian Pierce blew up in the preseason because he's playing against uh defensive players who are trying to make other teams, who are probably not making other teams because Damian Pierce made them look terrible. But if you look at a lot of his runs, he he will r- like run through and then get in into a lineman and then get away. And it's like that that's not happening against NFL starting caliber defenders. It just is not. And so, yeah, he's probably going to be a pretty good running back too, back end running back too. He might sneak into the top 16 or so because of volume because he's he's going to be the the running back of note in uh in Houston Rex Burkhead accepted. Like, I think, I think he'll be that, that guy, but Houston's offense is probably not going to be great.
0: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think they're going to be, no, I can't finish that statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I was waiting to hear where you were going. <laughs> there. <laughs> he's fine. Like he's fine. But if I can get a first round pick and get a, a bona fide, you know, whether it be, you know, if I luck into a, a quarterback next year, then then you hit the lottery. But there are also going to be three or four running backs next year. There are going to be four or five receivers next year in that first round that Uh I'm excited about. And so I I would gladly trade one year of a running back, too, to get a shot at the can at anybody, especially if you took Damian Pierce in rookie drafts. Unless your rookie draft was within the last two weeks, you probably got him in in the late second, early third. Like, yeah, I'm going to take the first round pick. And and be happy, all day every day.
2: And I'm thinking a lot of people, especially in some of the leagues we plan, are not giving up a first for Damian Pierce. Uh, so would you take less than a first? Like would you just ship
1: them for two seconds? So I, what I would be doing is I would be trying to do something like David Bell in a second. So so I I've like got that. a player that I I get a player that I like that I think. I think in six weeks we're going to look at David Bell and go, man, how did we miss David Bell? How are we getting him at the two hundred eight? You know, because I think he's going to be really good and drive targets uh, in in Cleveland. I th- I think he's actually a really good player. So it would be something like that, uh, and it doesn't have to be David Bell. It could be whoever you like that's a kind of that third or fourth tier receiver that you think has has upside. That's what I would. I mean, if you could go Damian Pierce for like Darnell Mooney, because Darnell Mooney doesn't have very much hype, which is wild, but he doesn't. Uh, you know, players like that. That if you could, if you could make a bet on a player that you like for a RB two that probably won't be an RB two for for years. I'm, I'm doing that. It's the it's the kind of feels like Tyson Williams from last year where everybody was excited about him in the preseason. Everybody was excited about him coming in and now he's gone. And I know he got hurt, but like, he just is, is gone. And so that like that to me, I I'm, I'm going to make hey while the sun shines uh, on Damian Pierce.
0: <laughs> is anyone trading a 23 first for Elijah Mitchell? No. no, no, no one's doing that. So what's the difference between Elijah Mitchell and Damian Pierce? they're both both, uh low low draft capital running backs who have opportunity that's it you know you're not talking about you know future stars in my opinion you know i mean maybe maybe we're we got an outlier on our hands but i'm not banking on outliers
1: and i like elijah mitchell better on film than i like pierce So I was just gonna add because I was gonna say
2: before we finish up on Pierce, I was gonna play the game that that Russ loves to play with the. I was looking at the running back ADP. So so uh, Pierce, Pierce or Josh
0: Jacobs,
1: Jacobs, <laughs> but
0: it's close. Yeah, it's close. I think okay. I might I might take Pierce just because of the age.
2: Okay, Pierce. I'm gonna actually go down from there since you said Jacobs. Pierce or Clyde Edwards Alaire.
1: That's another one that's close but i'll, why take, do you hate I'll us take so much i I'll take, I'll take, <laughs> i'm trying
2: I'll take to give people you know where we're valuing them the
1: i'll take ceh but I, but i don't think that like it's funny yeah. because yes this is the latest adp but this doesn't have the Damian pierce Hype. Bump. right yeah, yeah, and that's right, why right. i'm, I'm yeah.
2: going through this and, and yeah, then below the coin for me as well below CH is Devin singletary or Damian pierce
1: same thing. That's it's those. Are,
2: yeah, all three of those is, are call, high RB three yeah. range. But but I'm way. gonna this
1: take I'm there. I'm gonna take the incumbent there, like on all three of those. I'll take the guy that I know is going to be an RB two over See, a guy that I hope is going to be an RB
0: When you say high RB three, I think you're going the wrong direction in the ADP because he's going to be higher than this. Oh yeah, Pierce is. But I'm so saying, saying you guys are
2: valuing him similarly to this. that's what I'm saying. Like I'm just right. asking this you guys where we be. value him.
0: Where the community is going to value him is going to be higher.
2: Well, let know? me. What, what about compared to like older, like James Connor is RB22? Would you rather have Damian Pierce or James Connor?
0: Connor yeah. Like, yeah. again. Like, that, again, that's you're a, that's you're contending. That... I'd rather have Connor. Yeah. So, I'm, only, I'm only expecting a season or two out of Pierce anyway. How yeah, high that... do you
2: think the community, like, we're all saying it's easily all these other guys. So, how high do you think the community is going to value him then?
1: Well, I just I just watched NFL Network do their fantasy football show with uh, like Cynthia Freeland and like it was it, like big name analysts and they're all talking about Damian Pierce being like the number two pickup and a a guy you got to have on every team and so the the more and I don't mean to to denigrate like the more casual players which is most of the fantasy football community and, and even a lot of dynasty. I mean, not everybody is on Twitter 24 hours a day and listening to 16 podcasts and, right. and, and all of that. And, and, you know, in, in live stream comments and like, I love everybody that is, but mo- like most people are not doing that. Most people are doing the, you know, getting the, the ESPN field Yates and, and Marcus Grant, or they're doing the, the NFL network, you know, it's fantasy football show or, yeah. or whatever, and and a lot of those places are hyping up Damian Pierce. So I like it's he's yeah. Look, I'm I'm
0: yeah. looking at the ADP right now. I think he jumps into the Acres Dobbins four and wow. a half range. Really, yeah. I think that's yeah. where he ends up. So, you're maybe, about- yeah. So, then
2: if you even if you want to stay at running back, the play is then uh, look at ADP range and see if you can trade him right. for uh, one of those running backs plus. Maybe get a second on top of one of those running backs.
0: I mean, I think he's going to be ahead of Connor, ahead of Gibson, probably ahead of David Montgomery. So, then you're in like the Zeke range. Well, everybody he- hates Zeke now, yeah. So, beyond that, it's Fournette, Dobbins, Acres. I would you know?
2: trade Pierce for Zeke plus all day if I could get it, yeah. Oh, if I'm a yeah, contender, yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: I'd trade Pierce straight up for Zeke, and my, you know, yeah, I, know yeah. Get, I would too. I, mean,
2: I would yeah. too. And yeah, even some of these other backs we're talking about. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to look at my Pierce shares and see if I can do that after the show.
1: <laughs> but I, I think, you, but I think you can get more. Like I think you're yeah, we're, right. at the, we're at the we're at the yeah the the crescendo the apex of this where you be, you want to do it before he plays. Yep. Because he's gonna have to, have have to play. Happen. Then that's I just I have the uh, DM with with. Peter Howard and Russ uh with the Dynasty Grind that we do on Wednesday night and I said all of these people who are hyping up Damian Pierce realize that in 2 weeks he has to play right <laughs> like this is like it's not just all make believe but right now we have we have it's it's the what was the with Doge? Where it was like Dogecoin? Where, where it was just oh, like, yeah. like right, like right at the Super Bowl, and it went up to like sixty cents a share. The, and, the Elon
0: and, Musk commercial is coming, and it's about the yeah. yeah,
1: and, and <laughs> then like that's that's where we're at.
0: Yeah. So. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: So yeah, I've I've had trouble moving some of these other hype guys, but I think Pierce, maybe you can get a little more for so so that might work. Like I haven't I've been trouble moving the Pacheco's and the
1: and the and the, do, the <laughs> Yeah, uh, but you got to combine those. Like those are those are guys that you throw into it. Yeah, certain So like up, you, you do, do a piece guy. and then you throw in they're Like oh, this is upside. Yeah. Right. Whereas if you just send it to, you, they're like, oh, this is a more than a third, but not quite a second. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think those guys' level of hype has reached the Damian Pierce, George Pickens hype. Yeah, although I'm no. Although I'm in on the George Pickens
1: I would say Pickens was my wide receiver. Yeah, I know. Free did, draft, that, so. Yeah, Zach has <laughs> loved Pickens from the
2: I'm, beginning. I'm in
0: on, Picken, on the actual reality of Pickens being good since he was good in college. I
2: am, too. I did try and get first for him, but that, that didn't work either. So nobody was giving me a 23 first. I've seen it happen in other leagues, but I, I was not <laughs> able to get
0: so it. You just wait till about week nine when he blows up a couple times and if you want to make it happen, you probably can.
2: <laughs> that's true. Okay, before well, I guess before we want is there anything other cut that happened today you guys think is worth talking about in any way, shape, or form?
0: I thought there was one. OJ Howard getting cut. I did that think that was interesting, that's yeah. wheels up for uh Dawson Knox and what the hell that entire class with OJ Howard, Evan Ingram, <laughs> and Joe Coop, man Shh. Yeah. yeah. That's the, no, no, too. no!
1: Not the entire class. That was the George Kittle class.
0: Ah, yeah. Well, if you go all the way down to like the sixth round or whatever, oh, the uh, third I round the rookie drafts.
1: We'll bring that back. We got to run back the dynasty dummies from that year because yeah. that was a that was a George Kittle podcast.
0: Yeah. Well, that's because he was a freak athlete. <laughs> no, that's I mean, it. He Kyle, was on.
1: Kyle had the the cheat sheet, and and man, it kicks out the 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 athletic tight ends. Yeah. <sighs> OK, so we usually um, give uh, the
2: guests the choice. I'm just going to go to the listener questions because we have so many trades. I just want to we only have a couple listener and one of them's not even a question. Um, <laughs> because uh, one one of them is uh, some guy at Dynasty Outhouse says, talk about how Zach only guests when I'm not there, please. I'll hang up and listen now. But what, what it sounds like to me, Zach, is that Russ isn't Russ isn't asking you to be on. He, yeah, I mean, that's
1: that's probably it. I think he probably okay. gets enough of me on Wednesday nights and and you know, 14 hours in the car back and forth to Canton. So he's like, nah, uh, uh, but I, I, it's obvious that that Rocky just likes me more, Russ. obviously, clearly, asked. clearly. <laughs> no.
2: But we'll move on to the one actual question we got, which is uh, from. At hunk underscore hunk underscore. Um, Who is your favorite dynasty wide receiver by that isn't currently projected to start on their team in three wide receiver sets? It's got to be Hall of Famer Romeo Dobbs, right? (laughs) (laughs) But do either of you guys have a a name that came to mind with this one?
0: Can I take like the low hanging fruit and say Sky Moore? Yeah. Sure. Sky Moore then. there. (laughs) for
1: for me this is a this is like a an entirely like I I could just roll out and talk about this for for hours but not because of the sleeper wide receivers because those aren't the guys you want. No. Like you you don't want the third, fourth, fifth wide receiver on a team. You want the second, third running back on a team. Like if you're if you're yes. st- if you're stashing players on your bench Amen. Third and fourth wide receivers are roster cloggers like you don't want i got my dlf shirt says no roster cloggers like that's that's what those guys are like i loved eric as i loved uh brian edwards i loved uh like all, all these tyler johnson we talked about tyler johnson getting cut like i loved all those guys but when they become a third or fourth or fifth option on their team you got to let them go yep. because those guys the chances of them getting to a level where their fantasy viable is really low. Like that does not happen very – Adam Thielen does not happen very often. But what does happen is every year a running back that nobody talked about has two games or three games of, you know, low running back one production. Like that happens. Guys get injured, all of a sudden somebody comes in and, and, you know, you've got Khalil Herbert. That, you know, that sort of thing. And so I I know I didn't really answer the question, but that's how I answer the question. Like, that's how I play my bench is I want running backs, running backs, running backs, running backs. I want my wide receivers to be studs. I want the guys that I'm starting to be studs, but my bench is not going to be those wide receivers.
2: I And I agree with you. And I think Justin does too. That It's definitely – the play now is to kind of load up on those backup running backs or a third, even third string running backs because they'll eventually get a bump and you can either use them for a couple of weeks of production or move them for a second or something like that. But in an effort to answer the question, I kind of did what Justin did, and, except it's a guy, that's not quite as hyped. But I think I like a lot and I think he's just he's mainly down in large part because of injury uh, in the preseason. I, Christian Watson. Is another guy who's probably not going to start in his team's three wide receiver sets. I liked him a lot coming out. I was curious to hear your thoughts on my I'm sure I've heard them before on the dummies, but I, what do you think of Watts? I still think there's just tremendous upside there.
1: He was a really weird evaluation for me <laughs> because he finished in my top 10, right? So he finished at, he finished at nine overall, but what he does really well, he does exceptionally well. And everything else, he does terribly. And so <laughs> that's how he ended up at, at wide receiver nine in, in the class. He gets downfield. I, like, I, I don't think I remember seeing a receiver who gets by corners more consistently and is open down the field, doesn't necessarily get targeted, but gets open like so often and like Watson's big, he's tall, he's fast. In closer to the line of scrimmage, he is really scary. Like he, he does not catch the ball. Well, he, he like alligator arms it. He has, you know, the ball clunking off his, his hands. What they did do that was really neat with him was give him some like pop passes and, and jet sweeps and that sort of thing. And when he gets the ball like that in space, I get flashes of like that the the Randy Moss run at Marshall, where he's got the big tall white socks and he's just like all legs and running, like stepping over defenders and and like. But there's there's a lot a lot a lot a lot of drawbacks with Watson too. So like he's got that that deep ball that boom potential, but he makes me nervous. Like if I'm if I'm looking at guys that are hurt. It, it Jameson Williams is the guy that I'm going after because nobody's talking about him because he's been injured he's going to be injured all all year obviously he's he's you know third or fourth or fifth in that pecking order right now sure. i think he'll probably be first or second going into into next year uh and and also i don't know if you've looked at the jets like wide receiver, the way they bro- but Garrett Wilson is not in their starting lineup right now. Uh, he's got to be out. Yeah, he, I don't, he, I he will be. He but he's <laughs> he's not right now. He and he did not have a he had an okay preseason, but not great. And so it, that'll be an interesting thing. I mean, he's not a sleeper. Obviously, he was a a top three wide receiver in the class. But that that'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. See if people cool on him a little bit when he doesn't you know come out of the gate.
0: I think like in the entire back half of these wide receivers in the first round of, of rookie drafts are all in this like Traylon Burks. If you were to draft now, Traylon Burks wouldn't be a top four or five pick. Oh no, you know uh, a lot so of it would probably, be for probably me, But, by, but uh, I mean, and by the by the consensus, yeah, yeah that's so fair. Been, you know, but they're you know individually go behind Pickens. By yeah i would imagine which so. was not
2: happening at all earlier right. except maybe but he for, would follow even that Zach, you, had a, like you had burks at the, two right the I had burks, burks one wilson two yeah.
1: pick uh, pickens three yeah but.
2: okay so we have a bunch of trades to get to so we'll we'll get into some trades now some trade addicts trades uh reminder trade acts are 12 team ppr super flex 1.75 tight end premium Got a number of trades from a number of leagues this week. Uh, we'll start with TA2. Uh, Debo, Dante Pettis, and James Prochet. So, the guys <laughs> he was gonna cut, I guess, to make this right. Word. Yeah. So, Debo, um, <laughs> for Rashad Bateman and Jahan Dotson. Uh, I'll go first on this one, and then I'll let you guys talk. Uh, I think I'm taking the two guys here. I, I like Debo, but. Uh, we talked about Lance a little bit earlier and I like Lance for his fantasy assets, but it's mainly because I don't think it matters what he is as a passer. I, I learned that lesson from Jalen hurts. I mean, Jalen hurts was good, not great last year. Um, and, and his counting numbers were not great, especially, uh, you know, he only threw like, I think 16 touchdowns or something like that. Uh, so I'm not sure what that's going to mean for the passing game. I still expect Debo to get his, and he's going to d- easily be the best receiver there, but, I'll take the chance on the upside of Bateman. Bateman also in a low passing offense. And and Dotson I was kind of down on coming into the draft, but he's kind of grown on me a little bit. Uh, I don't love Wentz, but so you got to you got to see what happens there, but Wentz can be a little better than I think people th- think of him as. He played well for a lot of the cold season last year. He started off bad and had a horrible end to the season, but in the middle he put up some decent numbers anyway. Uh so I'll take the chance on the two guys and uh if if Debo proves me wrong and has another wide receiver two overall season I guess I'll I'll miss out.
1: What about you Zach? Can, can I counter? Can I say uh I'll I'll do Debo in a third instead of that chat yeah. that I'm going to like <laughs> that's that's what I would that's what I would would do because I think those guys are again we talked about roster cloggers those those guys are not gonna make my roster why the hell
0: was dante pettis on a roster to begin with to make the trade uh, I don't that, get that. yeah it's keep some people
1: back. i mean like look that was a matt waldman guy yeah. that was a few years ago and so people still hold on on hope because waldman's great at this but like even he misses that right. that happens but but that's like i still want the wide receiver one i still want debo as much as I, as much as I like those other players, and and I really uh, I I like Bateman, I like the situation Dotson finds himself in, because I think they're going to slide him inside, and Wentz does not target outside receivers uh, very much. Like that's a that's a thing with Wentz, and so. I, I, I like that situation. I'm still taking Debo, even with the nebulousness of Trey Lance. I, I still want that bona fide wide receiver one. So that's the side I'm going to take.
0: I think I completely agree. Um, the first thing I'm doing once I make that trade is dropping Dante Pettis. <laughs> Can I get a fifth rounder for him No. Okay, bye. I'm not even <laughs> bothering with that, to be honest. Uh, this would be like Debo for two leg firsts, yeah. essentially, except that you have players instead of firsts. I I want the known commodity there. I want the guy who has put up numbers. Um, I was real big on Debo entering last year, not you know wide receiver two overall, but I thought he could be a legit high end wide receiver two, and he completely outperformed that. Obviously, there could be regression in his game, and he's still a very solid wide receiver. And if there's not regression, you know if he, if that's the dude that he is, score one for the team on that. It's just it's it's a big time, a big time player versus two hopes. Yeah, you know, we haven't seen anything from from Bateman yet, really. And of course, we haven't seen anything from Dotson as a rookie. So,
2: OK, so we'll move on to the next trade, um, which is actually uh, going to be our sleeper trade of the week, because we have a we have a couple Kyle Pitts trades. So I figured I'd pick one of them. And if you listen last week, uh, you know that that means we have a little song for you.
1: Sleeper, trade of the week. Sleeper, trade of the week. We're going to talk about a Trade Addicts trade, and it's sponsored by the Sleeper app. ba na da na na da
2: da That was brought, brought to you by, by Zach Reed here, so we appreciate that, Zach. Um, but let's get into the trade now. It's Kyle Pitts, Kind of crazy we had two different Kyle Pitts trades this week, by the way, in two different TA leagues. With given I think Ryan McDowell put out a tweet today that he thinks he's the hardest guy to acquire in Dynasty and he moved twice in trade addicts leagues. But anyway, Kyle Pitts for Waller, two twenty-three firsts and a twenty-three second. So Justin, what do you think on this one?
0: I'm taking Waller in the first and pretty easily at that. Um I know Waller's older, but that's a lot of draft capital I can use in the future. So uh, maybe I can, maybe I can go uh, Waller and a first for Mark Andrews and then I still have a first and I basically turned Kyle Pitts into Andrews a first and a second.
2: And uh, I, I talked to uh, this was our guys uh, our Dap brother uh, Josh, uh, real fantasy TL and uh, our boy Mercer made this trade and I, I asked them the, the, the first are one is mid and one is from the title winner last year does that does that change anything knowing that they're likely not early?
0: No, because I don't count any firsts as an early first right now. Yeah. If I I don't see the team and it's awful, I just assume they're all mid.
2: What about you, Zach? You taking the Waller sign?
1: I I am. Like, it does give me pause because it's got the tight end premium, that 1.75. Like, I I get that, but I'm still taking – I mean, Waller should be a tight end one. I mean, he may not be the Darren Waller of of past years where you've got, you know, a bona fide top four, but – I'll take that with the with the two firsts and and I don't know if I'll be happy about it, but I'll 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 do it. I'm going to do that and bank that I can get. You know, if I get a if I get a quarterback again in that in that 23 class, if I get a quarterback, I'm going to be happy. Uh, if I get you know one of those one of those good stud running backs and a wide receiver, I still think I'm going to be happy with with a top 10 uh, tight end plus those two other guys to bolster my mm-hmm. roster. Yeah, I'm with both of you guys. This is pretty easily Waller in the picks for me.
2: Uh, I'm not a I'm not really bullish on Waller this year. I do think that the Adams is going to come into him and I think Renfro is kind of being undervalued. He's going to take a lot of targets as well. But I do like what and I do like what Justin said too. Maybe, you know, Waller I think is still considered kind of like tight end 5ish, tight end 6 somewhere in there, you know, from a dynasty perspective at worst. And if you can, you can package him and and a first and move up to Andrews, uh, or if you can just do Waller plus for Kelsey, I would be happy with that too. Even getting older, I think Kelsey's going to far out produce Waller this year, so I'll take it. And uh, but again, if you could get Andrews and like you said, have Andrews first and a second, basically as the return for pits. that would that would be pretty easy call for me as well. So yeah, um, I don't
0: even think that's you know not feasible. You know, I think it's something that's in the realm of possibility.
2: Yeah. And uh, whatever one is the higher, you know, looks like the higher those first. and Darren Waller, you're still, you're still going to have solid production. You're getting a first out of it. Yeah. I I, I think that could easily get done. Uh, So that was our uh, trade of the week brought to you by sleeper, the fastest growing fantasy football platform in the world. Download their app, join a new league, migrate yours to their, or migrate yours to their platform. You can enjoy how easy they make it to manage all your leagues in one place. Download and get started today. So now we'll move on to our other pitch trade. I want to talk about that as well, because it's pretty similar. Uh, Kyle Pitts and a 2024 third. This is TA10 for 323 first and Albert O. And it's funny. This is she. Uh, this is a, 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 a I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Carla Coinflip. flip. Uh, she's in TA10 and she kind of. Put it out there that she got an offer, which led to literally like six different managers sending her. Uh, She said, oh, I got an interesting one after getting crap most of the time. And so everybody tried to top that one. And this is the one that apparently won because you're all waiting all day for her for her verdict on on, on the deal. So
0: well played.
2: Yeah, I actually made an offer to not get accepted. So uh, I think it was uh, it was Eckler Dalton Schultz in a first. Uh, She did say it was tempting, but but did not get done. Uh, but anyway, so this is the three first and Albert, o, I'll let you go first on this one, Zach, are you taking, you're not getting the yeah. same tight end, but it, you're still getting three first. Yeah.
1: You're getting three first and you just heard the news today where Dolchish went on the, um, right. the, the, the IR. So he's at least what? Six weeks. So it's, I, I don't love Albert O, but the three first is a, is a pretty fair price for pits. I think.
2: Sure. And again, this is these are all likely meant to late first, but yeah, they're all first. So and, and those golden 23 twenty-three first. So I'm pretty, I mean, I think it's a fair I mean, I think this is what you have to do to get Pitts. I I kind of think the three first by itself might have been enough. But but this is, you you know, people don't want to part with Pitts because he, he's like uh, you know, just the golden I meat of dynasty pretty
1: much. He had he had the second greatest rookie year of a tight end in history. Like he, he and, and without without catching touchdowns, touchdowns which yeah. he will. So, yeah, I mean he's good.
2: Yeah. So I think I think that's a pretty like relatively fair one, but I would take the picks as well. Uh so TA5 you have a much uh, much smaller deal. Uh Baker Mayfield for Tyler Huntley 2024 second, 2024 third and fourth. So, this was kind of just a a, a little bit of a baby trade, but I I I do like I don't I don't like Baker that much, but I do think he's kind of being treated as like nothing almost. Like I, I think he's a starter beyond this year. I, I think if it's not the Panthers, he probably will be starting somewhere else. So I, I'll easily give up a second. Basically, a second I I I've heard some people say that Huntley they think could be a starter eventually. I don't see that at all. Nope. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, there's no
0: room for him in the league.
2: Yeah. So you're basically it's the second and a bunch of stuff for Baker Mayfield. And if I can get Baker for essentially a second, I'm doing that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, me too.
1: But okay. I'm putting I'm
0: putting four puke emojis uh in the comments <laughs> of this trade, but I'll still take Baker. It's a cheap buy, is what it is. It's a yeah. cheap buy. I mean every if for the people that are talking about Tyler Huntley being a starter, where? I mean, right now Jimmy G can't even get a job, you know. I mean, this is this is a league that is saturated with it's not high end quarterback play, but it's saturated with quarterbacks. It's true. I mean, there and we got more coming in next year.
1: And and the other part of this that is how difficult is it not only to break in as a quarterback but to break in as a mobile quarterback as a a quarterback who run like that is another level of I mean you're still getting people say Lamar Jackson's not good so what do you, like what chance does Huntley have so that's
2: Before we move on from this one, where do you guys see – Like, do you think he starts after this year? Do you think he could have a decent year because he's – say CMC stays healthy, he's got DJ Moore. Do you think he could put up better seasons than he did in Cleveland and maybe his value increases? I don't think he's
0: very good. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe – the problem is – the real problem or the real uh, issue is are they like a six or seven win team at least? They could be in that division, mm-hmm. and with that, they're probably not in the round where you're taking a quarterback unless they're trading up. Right. So I think it's completely possible that he signs a short deal, you know, a, a two-year extension or something like that, and is playing with the Panthers for the next couple of years.
1: Two-year deal. They wait till Kenny Pickett gets cut. They sign pick. They just keep <laughs> regurgitating the the, the failed round one quarterbacks there you go <laughs> it's, a, it's a brilliant strategy i don't see what
0: could go wrong it's they're killing it so far <laughs> yeah it's worked out
2: great so far you're right uh okay the other <laughs> the other ta5 trade we had was clyde edwards hilaire and darnell mooney for a 2023 first uh, this is to me was uh, when i saw i'm not in ta5 so i just felt saw this today and i i to me, that's a shocker. I mean, I'm not giving up a first for just because they're together doesn't mean I want to give up a first for those guys. Uh Zach, you look like you're ready to say something. I'm on the other side of this. I
1: I know, right? Like you like you is, like wait, Mooney a lot. So I heard, so said, I heard Darnell Mooney is good, and he is going to be the, like the primary target this year in Chicago. And I think Chicago is going to be bad, but a little better than people think. And I was talking with Jake Anderson the other day, who used to be a, a, a fantasy, the artist formerly known as at NFL Draft Talker on on Twitter. He's now a, a PGA Tour guy, but uh, and he he said, and I agreed with it. If Darnell Mooney wasn't Darnell Mooney, he would be pushing top twelve wide receiver. But people, he was you know he was a later pick. You could get him in fourth or fifth rounds of rookie drafts, and people don't believe in it. Man, he's pretty good, and I'll I'll take him and a and a kick at the can on Ceh for that 23 first. It's close, but I'm like st- I'm still taking that. Like I I think Mooney is good. I was just gonna
2: ask so you. You think there's a more talent there than people like? Because to me, it seems to me he's not that special guy who's who's living off the fact that he's the only show in town last year in this. Yeah,
0: year. that's how I feel about it. He feels like uh like Terry McLaurin light to me. It's, it's it's
1: funny. So Darnell Mooney was a guy that I identified in his draft class. It was like he's that guy. I always find somebody late. Uh one year it was Hunter Renfro. It was Darnell Mooney that year. Like that those are the guys that that like I love, especially because nobody else likes them. You know, mm-hmm. if, if they if they go like people are just waiting for those players to fail because everybody missed on them. And so they're just, they're, they're waiting for that to unravel. Like Mooney, not only is really good downfield, which is how they've kind of used him, but he can also do that. Like Jarvis Landry, like slide into the slot and gain yards after catch. Like he was really good at that in college and that part of his game hasn't even been tapped into yet. And, and so like, I just, I think that there is more to Darnell Mooney than just, you know, he's the, the, you know, Prettiest girl at the shipyard. Like, it's he's okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, it sounds like you agree, Justin, on, on, on taking the first over the two players. Yeah. Would you? The only question I have then before we move on is, is, is Zach, would you take, would you trade a first for Mooney? Cause to how much are you putting value? You putting on no, CH here?
1: So, I think, I think CH is probably a second. So, so I, like straight up, I'd take, I'd trade Mooney to get the first. But I think with just that little bit of a bump, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that because look, CEH could conceivably be a a running back two this year. Like I know everybody has poo-pooed on him because he was the 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 running back one because I don't know why people thought yeah, that was Jonathan Taylor was not (laughs) good. Like I I don't anyway. But but that's it we do this thing, and, and it's the opposite of the Darnell Mooney effect where if a player we, we thought was going to be, like, a superstar isn't, they become nothing. It, yeah. You know, and it, it was, like, Odell Beckham did that. Odell Beckham was, you know, a first-round pick, a first, you know, top-five pick, top-five pick, top-five pick. He was, like, hurt and not good for a year, and all of a sudden he's, like, 60th overall, 70th overall. And, you know, I'm, like, he still, like, when he was healthy, he still was good. But he wasn't what he used to be, and so we just like we throw that away. And I think that's happening with with Clyde edwards alaire He's better than what we what we're giving him credit for. Is he good? Eh. But but I'll take I mean I'll take the shot at having a running back too in Kansas City. Yeah. yeah,
0: my only issue is, and I never was real big on the the situation. Yeah, and he was never the prospect. No, nope. you know, that anybody wanted him to be. So when he got that situation bump, and I I have a tweet that I've retweeted and shared a million <laughs> times about how they don't use the court or the running back in the past situation, but uh, when he got that that post draft bump, it just it blew my mind because I had watched him at LSU and he didn't do anything for me on like it was oh, just, a good was pass a guy catcher. and great and, and an yeah. incredible offense yep. is what he was. Well, so uh, I, I don't know that that thing that same thing applies because there's not a like. The, law, the line in KC is not going to be just killing people out there, and the team is not going to be able to spread it around. As good as KC's offense has been, it do, it couldn't do what LSU did in college. So he didn't get that kind of space, and without that kind of space, he's nothing. You know, like, I mean, you know, that's pretty. That's a little hyperbolic, but he's not. He's not great. That's for sure agreed and it's
2: so funny you say that though because it's it seems to me like i agree with what you said about ch and how everyone wanted to put him up there and then he didn't but it it also seems to me with some guys we seem to hold on for pride to priors like no matter what like i was just thinking like to me like is jerry judy not the ceh of of wide receivers (laughs) like ch has probably done more relative to his position in his first two years, than than Jerry Judy has. You're making
0: this personal, Rocky. I don't like <laughs> it. You're making it personal.
1: But Jer- Jerry Judy, like,
0: was is actually be- good at football.
1: Was be- was better and more efficient than people think he was with what he had to work with in his first couple of years. Like, obviously, he had injuries and that sort of thing. But like, and, and the same thing with Sutton. Like Sutton came in and was wide receiver nineteen with a combination of Drew Flacco, I mean Joe Flacco and Drew Luck. It was Drew Flacco. Yeah, Drew Flacco, I mean, which is <laughs> which is not like so yes, Judy has underperformed uh to when people had him at whatever wide receiver 1 or 2. I wasn't one of those people because Justin <laughs> Jefferson exists. <laughs> um but but Jerry like Jerry Judy was was good in college has been if fairly efficient for, it, and I, I'd have to dig. I have a tweet about it because I was, I was hoping that he was going to be a thing last year. I think he'll be pushing a, a wide receiver two this year uh, with with Russell Wilson. I think Cortland Sutton is a wide receiver one with with Wilson this year. Like I think he's oh, a top twelve there. receiver. Justin will tell you. Yeah, and so <laughs> and so like that's like I I get it. I get the hate on Judy, but like. He did a little bit more than people are giving him credit for. He's not, he's never going to be Calvin Ridley, which is what people expected him to be. But that's,
2: that's what I said, you know. though. He's the C-H-Y- CH. But <laughs> CH did a little more than people will give him credit. His first year, he actually had a pretty good yeah. season. Uh, but anyway, we'll move on to to the other TA6 trade, which this actually just went down the night and was actually it involves Russ. Uh, and I'm still not sure what I, I'm pretty sure, I feel pretty sure which side you guys are going to pick. But I'm not still not sure what I think of it, but uh, I'll throw this one to you first, Justin. The uh, Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Derek Henry, for Lamar Jackson and Jared Goff. So a lot going on there. A lot of quarterbacks.
0: Give me Lamar. Just <laughs> give me Lamar and Goff. Whatever. I, I want the elite QB. And I'm not a I'm not a Henry believer. I think that he's on the downside. I think that the usage is going to catch up with him. It already did last year. And uh, Brady's going to retire someday, right? Eventually. Right? Yeah, uh, maybe.
2: <laughs> well, uh, maybe he's a robot our, out
0: there. Look, when our grandchildren like dollars, he's got a hundred <laughs> million dollars or whatever waiting for him to be in a booth. He can go next year. I hope for all the <laughs> for all the places that don't have him. I hope so. And Rocky's like, no, he's going to play till he's fifty. Please, <laughs> I think he you is. I everywhere. think he is. <laughs> I, I don't know he he looked he looked like it was wearing
1: yeah. on him in mean, that press that conference was the weird. other day yes it was he, he, odd. He, he kind of looked like zombie Captain America what if yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like look I'm 46 there's a lot of shit going on like I I feel that I'm 41 and there's a lot I can't I even imagine trying to be in the NFL and and playing I'm still going to win this year though I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Brady I'm gonna take the Derrick Henry I'm gonna take the Derek Carr. Double double Dereks. That's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call my team perfect 10 after Bo Derek. It's just gonna be a lot of Derricks. And and, and that's what that's what I'm gonna do. Uh I, I love Lamar Jackson. He's the best player in this deal. Like, no question. Sure. But I think that the combination of Brady Carr and Henry, if I've done anything as a as a fantasy manager, that makes my team really competitive.
2: Yeah, this is so hard for me because that's that's <laughs> where my mind generally goes. Is what Zach said, but I kind of lean with Justin, which is going to sound crazy to people. Like, it is. I, I'm not the guy who does this, but
0: this is not particularly Petrella. Yeah, no. not.
2: I just look at it and like, I'm with you. I think the reason is I'm kind of with you on Henry. I have my doubts that we're going to see the dominant Derek Henry we've seen in the past. I don't know. I mean, he seems to be fully recovered from the injury, but that. I don't know that the offense is that good. It's it's basically him and a bunch of guys and, and a rookie. Uh, I'm not sure what Robert Woods is coming off the ACL. Uh, Nick Westbrook-Akine isn't uh, terrifying me, you know, if I'm a corner. So I, I just worry Derek Henry is not going to be what we expect. And if that's the case, you're paying for – Okay, production from a running back for one year, and then he's he has no value after this year, Derrick Henry. And Tom Brady probably retires after this year, and who knows what Derrick Carr is. So I think they lean that way, but I don't feel good about it.
1: (laughs) You you, you know what corners are afraid of, though? They're they're not afraid of the wide receiver tackling Derrick Henry. Yes, they are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that's all great for about 10 weeks until he's hurt again because he's old and. Look, he was averaging twenty-seven yards a carry last year, or twenty-seven carries a game last year. Yeah, and we've seen his his production, his efficiency production, go down every season. So, what are we expecting here? Another twenty-seven carries? Okay, well then he's good for about six or eight games. They bump him back to twenty carries, and his efficiency isn't as good because they lost him on the offensive line. They don't have AJ Brown stretching the field. I mean, I think you could legit see a dude that's getting four yards a carry or less this year. That's scary to say about him, but, I mean, if he ain't getting to the corners, then you don't have to worry about them tackling him. You know? And If that offensive line is is what the line experts are saying, because I'm not one, then he may not get to the second level as often as he did in the past.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I just I have a hard time seeing him. Producing at the elite level, he has with just given what the rest of the offense looks like.
0: The only reason he produced last year at that level was because he was getting a million carries a game. It wasn't because he was breaking off huge runs and killing the defense.
1: And but they also started targeting, which again, I'm not predicting that they will. But they started targeting him at the in the beginning of the year before he was hurt. Where like he was, he was what a top ten. Running back in yeah, like think, week fifteen, and right, he played right. eight weeks. Like, and I think he was on like a at least a forty catch pace or
0: something. Yeah, like yeah. Like, super high. He was on, yeah. on a, a pace for like thirty nine catches and yeah, 40 yeah. targets or something like that. Yeah.
1: So I mean, like so, again, I'm I'm not predicting that, but like if you can, if if they will throw him, like if he becomes an option in that offense, which doesn't say much for Traylon Burks, if that happens, I think. But if he does become a You know, a a primary option in the passing game. That I I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not full out on Henry this year. And and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for my league for the next three years with this trade. So, (laughs) but and to go against what you said and kind of agree with
2: what you're saying though. I mean, if you're you got a rookie and a a guy who's a, a 30 year old coming off an ACL tear, I mean, you could see Henry getting more work in the passing game. And like you said, they showed the. Uh, tendency to do it last year, which they hadn't really done it before. So uh, I think if any time he was going to get those catches, it kind of makes sense with the receiving group that they they have there now. Uh, But the next trade is, uh, you kind of alluded to it earlier, Zach, uh, I think. J.K. Dobbins, straight up for a 2023 first. Is J.K. Dobbins worthy
1: of a 2023, the golden 2023 first? So this is how you can tell that – I am not Russ because I am taking the first and running. <laughs> yeah, what about I think you? this
0: is Russ pretending that he's uh that he's not, you know. <laughs> if this, if this wasn't video, it would just be Russ pretending and and uh taking the opposite just to fool the crowd. Russ and the Groucho
1: glasses and the mustache. Right, right,
0: right, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, give me the first as well. I think when it comes when, when it hits the nitty gritty and I need a player, I can get something better than JK Dobbins off of off of a team that sucks because yeah. that's what's going to happen you're going to find in week six or seven this is when these first can actually come in handy like i don't worry about well i'm a contender now give me the assets if i'm really a contender i'll be in the mix and then i can add players from teams that are just like all right i'm ready to sell you know and that first team that's ready to sell let's go you know so, and
2: I think I'm with you guys. Uh, I, I it was a rebuild, but I sold uh, J.K. Dobbins for a 23 first. I and I got a second out of it too earlier in the off right. season, uh, and I think w- what you said is a good point. What it comes down to with a lot of these, especially just straight up for a 2023 first type trades. Is not so much like, oh, we're well, hoping that that 23 first turns into someone as good as we think JK Dobbins is or whatever, whoever the guy is on the other side. It's it's what can you get better than what you're getting for that 2023 first? Because, yeah, especially as we get into the season, yeah, I think you're going to be able to get better.
1: Yeah, I think that's the piece that's not being talked about enough with the 23 first because everyone's like, oh, do you think that the class is, is that good? And I was like, it doesn't matter like exactly. exactly. everyone, everyone the only is, matter everyone else the thinks it is. yeah. If everyone yeah.
0: else thinks the community if everyone in the community thinks that it's that it's great, then mm-hmm. awesome because and, now I have a piece I can trade.
1: And, and I do like I do think that it is going to be a fantastic class because when I look at depth of a class, and I did a whole show about this probably I don't know four, four or five weeks ago, but you look at all three of the marquee positions, you know, quarterback, running back, wide receiver. And you look at the number of, of potential blue-chip prospects. And, man, they're, like I said, there are two or three or four quarterbacks. There are three or four running backs. There are four or five receivers. And that makes this a really deep class when you're talking – you have an average of seven players a class that hit. Like, it, it, you know, yeah. if, you have, if, you have, if you have ten that you can identify – and then you obviously we're going to have three or four or five guys that that you know come out of nowhere that we didn't identify. That's a
0: deep class. Yeah, so. I never, but I never trade for first or trade for any picks with the absolute intention of taking no. a pick. No, you know, yeah. with the exception of auctions. Like yeah. If it's an auction, just I'm going to accumulate all the picks. And I'm going to take all the rookies, and then all I'll right. just hit on. You don't have to worry about like, oh, I'm in the I'm in the sixth slot versus the seventh slot. Or the, I can't get to the three the third play or whatever. But yeah, I never. I I want to accumulate picks because I want to turn those picks into players at some point. Yeah, and likely it's before the rookie draft comes along. I mean, unless unless my team is just trash, I can make moves and take a team that looked awful a few weeks ago and make it into a contender in a matter of days, really, with picks. And and see, and I do, do.
1: I do a little bit different uh, than than what you do, Justin, and, and which is part of what makes this game beautiful is. I'll identify a class, but I'll mm-hmm. do it two years out. So, like, I was trading for 23 picks two years ago. Sure. And I did the same thing with the 2017 class where you had all those running backs and, and you had three or four or five wide receivers that I liked. I'm like, all right, I want to get into that class. So I was trading, uh, you know, two players who were probably worth seconds plus for a 2016 second and a 2017 first. And I did the same thing, you know, with, with you know, Twenty-two and twenty-three. Although I traded most of my twenty-two picks away because I didn't like this class, but, um, but that like that's what I'll do, and I'll and I'll get into a class that I like with like five or six picks, and Mm -hmm. so it's it's similar, in but but instead of instead of moving play moving picks to get players, always I'll move picks to get players until I identify a class, and then I move picks to get. Rookie picks because I, that I, I know that I want that class.
2: Yeah. And I, I just wanted to piggyback on what, what you had said, Justin, just, I do think it's just so important to think about it that way that I think too often people just look at it, You're getting this pick and then what is, you know, what is that player for that pick? Like what is that pick going to be when I make it? And, and that's not the way you should be thinking about it. Every, every trade often should lead to another trade. So uh, I just want to stress that point a little bit. But it's uh, like when
0: we were talking about the Waller and two two first things. Like my first thought was not, "Oh, I got two firsts." It's what can I do with Waller and that first to move and yep. you know cascade, will make yep. my team just as good as it was and got an asset. You know, exactly. I, that's my the immediate thought every time I get picks is, "All right, what can I do with these? Maybe I hold them. Maybe I'm trading them a week later. You know, maybe it's December and I'm moving them. But you know what." Yeah, I and mean, sometimes crazy things can about.
2: happen. This made me just realize, like, and uh, we're going to talk about some TA9 trades soon. But earlier this offseason, I traded Pitts for uh, three firsts in TA9, plus mm-hmm. uh, a, a mediocre tight end. Um, but, uh, and I got, uh, I used to one of those first and a second and third and picked up McCaffrey, which whatever you think on that. But I think he's going to be pretty good this year if he stays healthy. And, uh, the other uh, week, I think it was even last week we talked about it. I, I somehow got used one of those first to get Jalen Waddle but by itself. Mm-hmm. So uh, I basically traded Pitts for, and a, a second and a third for CMC Waddle on the 23 first. I'll take that all day. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So speaking of TA9, well, we're going to get into some TA9 trades. This one, uh, we've got a few of mine in here too, uh, which this first one is. So I'm going to let you guys talk about it first again. Uh, Austin Eckler straight up for Stefan Diggs. Justin, who you got?
0: Diggs. Diggs. I think Eckler's good for a year and change. I think Diggs is good for two or three more years and similar production. Give me Diggs. Yeah. What about you, Eric?
1: (laughs) I'm, I'm there too. But I think it's a like for me, it's a a little closer. Like this one would give me pause. Like if this hit my inbox, I would be like. Okay, I'm going to take Diggs. Like, I'll I'll make that trade, but it it's Eckler probably gives you just a little bit of a bump uh, advantage in terms of both overall points and like that positional advantage. Sure. Um, And and so, like, I think for this year, it's it's Eckler, but but for exactly the reason Justin said, I want Diggs for the next you know two three years tied to Josh Allen.
2: So, yes, you guys you guys picked the correct side, first of all. <laughs> I got Diggs. Uh, and as I said, I in this league, I have McCaffrey. I also have Dobbins on that team. Uh, so I, I was fine moving off Eckler. And I actually think Diggs uh, – I'm a little wary on Eckler this year. I mean, he's going to regress touchdown-wise. That's almost a certainty he's not going to score 20 touchdowns. And there is talk about scaling his workload back a little bit. We'll see if that actually happens. Sure. Uh, but I just think, I think we're going to see Diggs uh, return to, to 2020 form. And and he basically was very consistent last year, consistently good, did not have quite as many touchdowns as he had before. So I think he may bounce back while Eckler bounces back down on the yeah. touchdowns. And, and I think, I think we could even see Diggs outperforming this year, but I'm exactly where what, what Justin said. Like, I think they're both 28 and I'd rather have a 28 year old receiver than a 28 year old running back. So uh, the next one, I only put on here just cause I had to, cause it was me. Uh, Ronald Jones for a 2023 fourth. I had to get him off my roster. I <laughs> traded for him in the playoffs last year. Cause I had like 10 injuries and uh, I think Fournette was hurt and I tried to win and I did not win. And I also thought he was going to get cut uh, this week, which it doesn't appear is happening. Yeah, so I figured I'd get out. something for him before he got cut. And I spammed this out to the league, and somebody accepted it within like five minutes. But uh, I see Zach kind of looking on the edge of talking. There says so Zach, what is it you want to say here?
1: This it was a brilliant trade, and I, like, <laughs> I, I, and I would say that like if I didn't know it was your trade, like I'd already written this down. I didn't know this was your trade, Rocky. This is a brilliant trade, and this is something that I like to try to do this time of year with the back end of my roster with players that uh, you know I might cut. I might like if you can free up a roster spot at a specifically this time of year, you have a place to put that first waiver wire player because there's going to be somebody who pops, there always is there's going to be somebody that you want to add within this next week and a half, 2 weeks, 3 weeks and and so roster spots have value. So getting rid of Ronald Jones who you're not going to use, getting a fourth which you know me, I don't care about like yeah, don't, any, don't I don't care about the fourth. This is well, no, yeah, I on. don't care well, about him. But so no, but you, so you you get a fourth so I don't care about anything second, third, fourth. Fifth. I don't care about picks after the first round. I don't. I can always go get those in draft. But that's something that you can add to a trade. Just eh, you got a little bit. You know what? It, what was the question? A second plus that fourth that might get you Antonio Gibson. Like you know, just that little bit. And so, like the fourth is is nothing, but it's but it's something. You created a roster spot and you got rid of Ronald Jones. Like that's just to me, it's brilliant.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And as everybody knows, I I would I would love I always want to get rid of Ronald Jones. I'm shocked you you traded
0: for Ronald Jones last year. He was actually
2: part of a package. I did not trade for Ronald Jones,
0: but I'm going with Rocky sent a 23 first for for Ronald Jones in the playoffs. (laughs) No, that did run. not happen. Yeah. Ronald uh,
1: Jones is the last resort of the desperate man. That's what it
0: was. <laughs> yeah. I
2: it, it was like, it, I think Russell Gage went, it was like all these guys that have like no value beyond like that week, but yeah. I was desperate. I went thirteen and one in TA nine last year, and everybody, even though every, like everybody was hurt at the end of the year, I already had some guys that got hurt along the way, and and then it just got even worse. And I got to you the you put playoffs. Ronald Jones in that's, your lineup, didn't that's you? That's I should. think I did, and even I think when. he sucked. You
1: should have <laughs> made the you should have made the Boston <laughs> Scott move. I mean, that would have yeah, been way I better.
0: Should have. So but, uh, uh, it, look, I I would take Ronald Jones over the fourth in a vacuum. Now, if you need the roster spot, I get it, but I'll take Ronald Jones because I think. There's a potential that he gets an opportunity and I get a third, just auto accepted. <laughs> yeah, I just really, I'd much rather have a third to try and add into a deal yeah. than a fourth. Maybe I, I should have spammed a out a
2: third, but there yeah. was already no, talk that that he was going to get cut. So I was just I wanted him off my roster and I wanted to get anything for because I figured if he got cut there, I in my mind there was a chance he didn't get signed by anybody and then I'm never getting anything for him. So a fourth is better than nothing. And yeah. now he didn't get cut, so maybe he has slight more slightly more value. So yeah.
0: I Think the, the value is going to come if he gets an opportunity to see the field, and yeah, it, it happens before the <laughs> checkout. So,
2: and he often doesn't get a chance to see the field because he's not that good, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> under two different regimes in Tampa. Uh, but the next one is uh, Matthew Stafford, Miles Sanders 2024 20, second for Carson Wentz 2023 20, first, 2024 20, first. And Matt Breida. So you can just ignore that part of it. Uh So, see, I'm not I, – I think I am taking the first and Carson Wentz. But
1: I'm curious what you guys think. That That's what I'd do. I'd, yeah, I'd take too. the first. I mean – Basically, go to those picks, yeah. Miles Sanders what? is a shrug. Stafford is good. But I'm st- – like, he's still got, the, like, the elbow thing going. So, like, maybe. Who knows? And and I don't love Wentz, but I like firsts. So
2: yeah. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, and like I said earlier, I mean, again, whatever you want to think of Wentz, he was sneaky good for fantasy last year, and he could be again. He's got some, you know, if Logan Thomas is healthy, he's got he's got McClaren, he's got Dotson, he's got RB one J D. McKissick. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> and, so man, he's
1: he's gonna eat with Wentz. That is good. I be know the Wentz That's does
2: like to so dump much off to the fun. running back. Yeah, so. I, I think he could be a little better than people think. And you're getting those two picks. Yeah, and yeah. I, I also think Miles Sanders is a little underrated, but he doesn't do enough for me in this deal to, to come off those two first round picks. So uh, next one is also me. So we'll see if you guys get it right again. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins and Mike Williams for Hollywood Brown. Justin.
0: You know, I love Hollywood Brown. I do. Like, he's, he's my boo thing. But I'll take the two guys. I think Mike Williams is going to have a really good year this year. Um, I mean, I think that the first half of last year is closer to what he is than the second half of last year. He got a little banged up. I, so give me the give me Mike Williams and then give me the DeAndre Hopkins second half hammer. That I'm, I mean, I know he's not old DeAndre Hopkins. Now he's just old DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I think he's still going to catch balls and – touchdowns hopefully so it'll be a, a startable asset
1: yeah you,
2: you agree in there
1: i i am there's a lot of nodding did you did you hear me right i did i saw the yeah. Nodding, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah uh, yeah that that's that's where i'm at too for essentially the same reasons i don't love mike williams i'm not like russ i don't have the, the team clemson big wide receiver behind me or anything but i, I do think man that can be a dynamic offense in, in la and and with with Herbert and I'll take I'll take that side of it, especially with that with that kicker of Hopkins, hoping for the second half of the season. So you guys picked wrong this time.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I too love Hollywood. He's also my boo thing, Justin. But uh, I I just I, I I really I've been trying to get off Hopkins everywhere I can, and it's so hard to move him by himself. And I get what you're saying about Williams, and I just. I just think he's going to be the guy he's always been. He's going to have some boom weeks. He's going to have some crappy weeks. Uh, Maybe uh, I I think Hollywood can, can be a thing. I think he can be a wide receiver one this year. Because I don't think Hopkins is what he was. And I, I've heard you talk about this as well. I mean, he lived off of touchdowns last year. Yeah. In terms of yeah, efficiency, is. in terms of target share, he he was not the Hopkins of old. I think I heard on a – I wish I could remember which so I could attribute it to them. But I heard on other podcasts, I think it was his lowest target share since his rookie year, even when he was healthy. Uh, so I I, I just – neither of those guys does it much for me. And Hollywood does, so I wouldn't got my guy. Um, I will say we have a question in the chat from Frank: N. Uh Carter or McKissick right now? Knowing what we now know, I guess with the, with Robinson out, uh, and and I guess maybe he's alluding also to the fact that Carter is quote unquote the starter, the, the, the lead back.
1: Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, so would would uh, either of you take uh, which? Well, which would you take? well are we it depends on how we're framing this are we saying like which is the better player are we saying which one would we take at cost because you know I've got JD mckissick on all my rosters because he's free and he's a top 24 running back I think he's going to outscore Michael carter again like I really do I think carter has the longevity the the young hip like Michael carter as a trade piece but I prefer jD mckissick I'm not. I don't think I'd drop Carter for yeah. McKissick. I don't know. I th- so I think you can trade Carter. I guess he's Frank, talking, is
2: this redraft he's talking about? Because I don't think There's anyone's there. dropping Carter in dynasty. How
0: shallow are the rosters, Frank? We're we're sitting here. We're on pins and needles here, waiting to hear this one. <laughs> I know. How shallow are the rosters? Because what he says is McKissick is on waiver. Would you drop Carter for him? No, I wouldn't. Um, no. no,
1: because Carter's got trade
0: value. So, like, right, right. So so go you gotta have a Carter worse a player third. than
2: Carter to drop And once we're talking even redraft. Go trade Carter
0: for a third, and then pick up a free McKissick,
1: or or pair Carter with somebody, and 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 get a better player, and then pick up McKissick, and and then you've 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 plussed up whoever player you you paired yep. with Carter, and you add a J D McKissick, who's gonna be a, a good, especially PPR. That's gonna be a good. Running back down. Yeah, he,
2: he, bench, he said so, six is has to be redrafted. It has it
0: to redrafted. be, yeah, redraft. In which uh, case, I really don't care about either of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're you know, probably, I mean. I'd rather take an upside shot on. I'd in, in a redraft, I want Carter over over McKissick because I think if Brees Hall goes down, Carter can have a role. And Because what I'm assuming in a redraft is that you're starting like seven dudes plus a kicker defense maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't care about the RB 24 the rb32 whatever i want the guy that maybe has rb12 rb14 upside and it probably doesn't have that so if this is a redraft just give me carter because i'll take the backup with the chance that he could be a starter
2: okay we have two more ta9 trades uh, both involving the, the same <sighs> guy who first he traded deshaun watson and jerry judy a 2023 first a 2024 first and the aforementioned Damian pierce (laughs) so (laughs) so three more 2023 first
1: there you
2: go to me this is i'm not even a judy guy to me this is so easily that side like deshaun watson is is worth at least those two first even with the suspension and i'm I'm taking Judy over Pierce, even as a guy who doesn't like Judy. Any, yes. you're both nodding in agreement. Any, well, any comments that, or anything like else you want to throw in there? Mean,
1: <laughs> oh, what I wrote down for this one was blah because that's how I feel about like I, I, I Russ and I are of similar opinions. I don't, I don't want to roster Deshaun Watson, Watson if I don't yeah. have to. Uh, If I if I made this trade, that is as soon as he comes back and is playing and is playing like Deshaun Watson, I'm looking to flip him. But it is that side of the trade; like he's the best player in the trade
0: by a lot, by a lot. lot. I mean, now that we know there's a resolution on the horizon, like you know the resolution is here, and there's a light at the end of the tunnel for his return. You know that's on the horizon. Why why make this move now and sell for? What you yeah, would never sell him. to me, yeah. Yeah, you would never sell him for a 23 first and a 24 first when he's playing. And you already right. know he's coming back in week thirteen. So what's the point now? You know, if, if you had him this long, what's the point? I don't get it.
2: Yeah, and and then you look at the the pieces that are left over, and I still think Judy has more
0: at least as much value as
2: Damian. At Pierce, least as not much, more. Yeah. yeah. And
0: yeah. watch when he watch when he blows up for 120 and two in, in week one. And uh, then it's see not what gonna happen, do. but okay. <laughs> While Sutton gets three for 40. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I think you have those two reversed, but okay. Um, Jerry Judy doesn't score touchdowns. Anyway, uh, 2023 first, the guy then traded actually, well, let me go to the other side. The guy then who got Damian Pierce actually the same day traded Kenneth Walker and Damian Pierce for a 2023 first and a 2023 second. Obviously, he's rebuilding. Uh, is this enough for those two, Justin?
0: No. Not for me. I like Ken. I like Ken Walker, and um, I think Pierce is worth more than a twenty-three second. And I mean, it's not awful, but I think I could probably sell it if what happens if Penny goes down and Ken, Ken Walker takes over the the starting role there. Then you're looking at getting a twenty-first by himself for that. And then you should have sold Damien Pierce for a 23 first by himself. Regardless. <laughs> you should have been that out before you did this deal. Come on, man. Come on. What are you doing out there?
1: I, I agree with you that they didn't get enough, but I would still take this for Walker and Pierce. Like I still want the 23 first. Like I would take a 23 first over basically anybody in this class. Like I, I really would. Like, I, like, this class in terms of Including hall in it, Hall is the one that I would it would it would give me pause. It better because,
0: make you pause a lot. Huh? I said it better make you pause a lot. Well, no, like that's the one. <laughs> so
1: so I've got I've got like my historical rankings that I did as yeah. kind of a spoof for Peter Howard because he did a show where he went and was like holding himself accountable. And I was like, Well, I'll go back and look. The only player who made the top whatever 20 on either running backs or wide receivers was Brees Hall. And he right. was down in the David Montgomery range and, and which, and I like David Montgomery. I think he was my favorite running back in that class, but it, he's still not a, a difference maker. He's not, he's not a McCaffrey. He's not a Barkley. He's not that type of player. And I would rather have the, Value insulation plus the chance at one of these guys coming uh, with with that 23 first over, over Kenneth Walker easily. And and like I said, Hall is the only one in this class that would make me pause.
2: And I kind of asked you this question in reverse earlier, Justin, but this looks like a likely non-playoff 2023 first. If, if you're looking at it that way, does that change it at all?
0: Why didn't I try to trade Damian Pierce for that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like I said, it's close to me. I don't think it's outlandish. I just think that each of those guys at some point this season, right now, Damian Pierce, maybe in week seven or eight for Ken Walker, each of those guys should, in theory, be worth around a 23 first ish. Yeah. So now you just sold for a first and a second. Because I don't yeah. think Kenny lasts the whole season. Does anybody else think that, that that's in the uh, realm of possibilities unlikely. or not? Really,
2: <laughs> unlikely. And, and I, I'm, I kind of think you like you're basically, see, I see, I'm with Zach, and then I think the 2023 first, I, I'm significantly taking over Kenneth Walker, especially with the idea that it's a likely non playoff 2023 yeah. first.
0: Yeah, I'm not arguing for Kenny Walker over the first. I'm saying that at some point he should be able to fetch a first fetch hand. more yeah so, yeah
1: and 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 that like again I just I agree with you that that this is probably selling a little low but if this is the if this is the trade like I still think I won that I think I can do better with a 20 uh 23 second than damien pierce, pierce. Yeah. pierce. Mm-hmm. and i think that that a, a first for walker
0: is a win so that's that's what right. i'm going. i
2: think that's basically where i'm at where, at. I'm at. where where's yeah, yeah i
0: don't disagree with that i just hope i would hope we, 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 want, more.
2: we, want, we want more we want more i
0: always want to squeeze the juice that's sometimes
1: it. sometimes you get greedy though and you don't get more so was that that sounded like a jarvis landry hug which i'm all about <laughs> too i i love the juice <laughs>
2: Okay, but uh, that that as Russ would say is the end of our show sheet. So that is the end of our show. I want to thank uh, Justin for coming on and uh, helping me out here. I want to thank Zach for coming on, or, or should I call him Eric? I'm still not sure. Just or Russ, we just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, well, why don't but well, both you? Why don't you Justin? Why don't you let everybody know when you're not hosting TrailX where they can find you, and then we'll we'll let Zach do the same
0: yeah you can catch me on the hot sauce the dynasty hot sauce podcast with ff larry monkey um we are a little bit more off the rails than this podcast yes and by a little bit i mean a lot a bit <laughs> off the rails so much uh, but fun. yeah we just like to shoot the shit a little bit so yeah come come and check us out and you can find me at run dff on the twitter machine and zach so
1: i am at tacit assassin 13 on twitter you can find me over at the dynasty dummies podcast on the DFP and at work. It's the only at work in town, not to be confused with the DAP network, which is a <laughs> fantastic network. network. Uh, and you can also find me on Wednesday nights at nine 30. Uh, I'm the guy on the couch for the dynasty grind on the DLF live stream. Uh, Peter Howard does a show. He asked me to help him out once like six months ago. And I've, continued to help him out. Uh so that's 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 where I am on Wednesday nights at 9
2: 30. So okay again thanks to both of you for coming on. I'll just finish up with some of our business. I realize I never said that we are part of the DLF family of podcasts and a member of the DAP network. So I should do that now at the end here. We're supposed to say that at the beginning. Uh also if you will and we did. <laughs> it's true. Um, also, uh, always want to remind you, you can sign up for, for our Patreon, TradeAddicts.com/slash Patreon, uh, or whatever reversed. I think I did that, but anyway, uh, you can see the, uh, you can get come in here and then watch us live while we are potting. Uh, there's the Cool Kids Club chat, which Justin is in. Uh, I'm in. Russ is in. A whole bunch of great people are in. Uh, you get access to that. So, so, go sign up for that. Uh, FF Pod Shirts, that's A whole bunch of stuff in there shirts, SFB shirts, a whole bunch of different pods, including all the ones on the DAP network. Uh, and everything in there uh, proceeds to go to charity. I think that's everything. Uh, I hope. If not, Russ doesn't listen to these anyway, so he won't know. <laughs> Good night, guys.
0: Good night.
1: Thank you you for listening to to the the Trade Addict Podcast. A member member of the DLS family of podcasts and a proud member of the Dynasty Addict Podcast Network. Please follow your hosts at Dynasty Huff and at Dynasty FF Addict. Please subscribe, rate, and review. We will catch you next time on the Trade Addict Podcast. Poopy
0: pants! That is the best. <laughs> See ya!